Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have me, Jerry, Diane, Clarissa, and we have a special guest on today's show, and that is Dr. Aisha. How are all of you guys doing? Great, thank you. I'm so excited to be on to chatting with you, with you guys. Um, I'm sure we're going to have like a really good discussion about everything that we've got planned to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Clarissa, Diane. All good here, all good. I'm excited for this topic as well. I think it will really, you know, like impact a lot of people. And, you know, it's just, it applies to a lot of people that we know. Yeah. So it'll be exciting to actually get professional advice. Yeah, without sounding like a broken record. But <laughs> you know what? I love having guests on the show because obviously, as much as everybody loves to hear us three speak, it's nice to have a fresh voice and, you know, new year, new perspective, new outlook so yeah and how, how, how are you me I'm all right I'm just you know plodding along maternity leave is definitely flying on by not oh looking God. forward to going back um but no things are all right it's just you know trying to keep the house standard essentially girl <laughs> I got your, your adult thing for real <laughs> Keeping yourself standing as well, making sure that you don't fall asleep while you're like doing something. Exactly. There's so much to it that people definitely underestimate, but it is what it is. But Aisha, would you like to introduce yourself a bit more so that people get to know who you are and what you do? Yeah, you're putting me on the spot now. (laughs) (laughs) So my trade, um, I I mean, I love saying it by trade, um, that I'm a paediatric trainee, but I have lots of different interests. First of all, I'm a mum to a little girl who's just turned one. So I fully understand where Geraldine is in life um, when it comes to, you know, mat leave and, and babies and nappies and breastfeeding oh, and the rest of it. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when I was back at, back at uni, I um, qualified as a personal trainer as well because I've always been really interested in fitness and looking after health from um, a different angle outside of just what we do in medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of morphed into what I do now, which is I support mums through what I like to call a holistic weight loss journey, which is helping them with their mindset, helping them with nutrition, exercise and managing their lifestyle. And I'm morphing even more towards just focusing on mums who work in healthcare because we are a special breed of ladies. Like our lifestyle is so different to the mums that work in other professions um, just because mm. of, you know, the night shifts and the shift patterns and the stress that we go through and I I definitely feel like there needs to be a lot more support for um us to look after ourselves the best so we can give our families the best version of ourselves and also then look after those lovely patients that we have to the best of our ability um and I'm sure we will dive much deeper into that topic oh no for sure to be honest it's definitely something that you know like before we start recording what we were saying about how it's a struggle so many people have um and how much our jobs impact our health um so it's definitely definitely a big passion of mine (laughs) (laughs) no I think it's great to be honest because you when do we ever find this sort of like niche category that actually affects us like even if you're not just talking about like just mums just within healthcare it's it's so difficult to be able to find time for you because I find like you get to a point where you're like, no, I need to, I need to be there for work. So like if work calls and it's like, okay, we've got an extra shift out, we're struggling. Prior to having kids, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll do it. And it's like not yeah, thinking of like, would. I need 
the time off for me like time off is actually where I need to rest and think about things I want to do for me health-wise and non-health-wise but there's there's so much scope into it and I think you're doing a great thing to be honest well I'm just going to touch on something you've said there let's just go straight into it guys why not (laughs) that's right (laughs) because this is what we want this is it um you've literally just said that like we put work first we put the job of being a nurse, a doctor, a midwife, a healthcare assistant, whatever title you have, mm-hmm. you put that job first because we go into the profession because we are people who like to give. We like to care for people. We like to give our time, our energy to others. And in that, we end up forgetting ourselves. Yeah. But we have to really make a shift because actually, why do so many of our colleagues find themselves burnt out? Why do so many of them find themselves struggling in the job yes the job is stressful like I'm obviously we know it's stressful we know it's difficult um but in a way we make it worse for ourselves because we don't look after ourselves on a regular basis because we're such givers we keep giving 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 and it's only when we hit burnout that we're like oh I now need to take a step back I need to have some time off I need to have some sick leave or I need to look after myself Mm. and actually we really need to work on putting um habits in place that stop us from get, ever getting to that point because that is not a point that is good for you yourself it's not good for your mental health it's not good for your physical health and even though it's a lovely job that we have we love helping our patients but you can't help your patients if you don't look after yourself and it's yeah. the same like when people are mums it's the same story isn't it like I don't have time for myself because I need to do all the kids stuff I need to do the laundry I need to um, do the the shop I need to clean the house all of those things um come first and then you've got you give the like crumbs of time to yourself but eventually there's going to be a point where you crash and burn and I think it's an important lesson that we need to start recognizing before we reach that burnout point because that is a horrible place to be in no I definitely agree and I definitely agree with what you're saying and I feel like like from my own experience even prior to having my son, the burnout experience, it's just you give, 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 give and give. And I think that also might have like derived from how I've been, how I have been from growing up. Like, you know, I'm the oldest daughter. So, you know, technically your second mom, you have to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And then I go into another caring profession. It's like constantly give, give, give and not realizing like, you know, I actually need time for me. I actually need to do things I want to do. I can't always think of other people and get lost in in the source essentially because you're literally going to be there helping everyone else watch them come up and turn into beautiful flowers and you're there withering away and dying wow that is like a powerful metaphor right there guys <laughs> like literally if you don't flower if you don't plant um if you don't feed yourself the right plant food whatever plant food is um, and you don't water yourself <laughs> then you're going to be that one that's withering away while everyone else is flourishing. And it's lovely to see other people flourishing. It's a beautiful thing, but you need to flourish yourself as well, don't you? No, exactly. Yeah, 100%. I think I can definitely resonate with that. Again, being the oldest daughter um, and being very relied on. And I think one point to make is that NHS bosses will never tell you to stop. No. They will never tell you you've done enough shifts or we've booked you so many times in the last month, you know, you need to take a rest or, you know, I know we're really short and you'll always come to cover, but, you know, not this week. They will never say no. So they will never promote that you look after yourself because, they have to, because they're looking after the numbers, they're looking after the, 
the capacity on the ward you're you're almost mm-hmm. second best and if you don't prioritize yourself you are going to end up on the on the heap basically of people yeah. who yeah. can't work and not because you don't want to work because mentally and physically not just physically but mentally you cannot work because your brain hasn't slowed down I had time just for you either mm-hmm. and your brain was just going to be tired you're not going to be pro you're not going to be sharp enough you're not going to be processing information the same way you know your passion is going to decline you're not going to be performing naturally as well as you would and then it's a vicious cycle because you know like for example if as nurses we're very caring people and as I just said we're very giving if I can't give 110% I feel bad yeah and then when I feel bad mentally I feel bad emotionally I feel bad then physically I'm already feeling worn out and tired so imagine that cycle and it just intensifies and continues it's a recipe for disaster I think um you make a really good point though that you know that guilt feeling because you're not giving you feel guilty if you're taking time for yourself in that in itself we really need to work on that story that we have in our minds that we have to be giving all of the time and that if we don't give something that there's something wrong that it's not good yeah. enough we're not giving and I think that goes you know I'm getting deep here girls that <laughs> it goes much deeper in that why do we even feel like we need to be giving so much <clears throat> is there an element of where our identity has become that we feel like in order to be valued we must be giving 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 or in order to feel loved we must be giving 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 or that if we don't keep giving Mm -hmm. our position in society isn't good enough or our position in our family is not good enough or you know we're not we're not good enough if we're not giving 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 Um, Mm. and I think a lot of this runs very very deep and we don't even understand we don't even realize how deep it runs because to us it's the norm it's like you've always like you girls were saying you always give because you were the older sisters and you had to do you know you had to be like that second mum in a way mm-hmm. that is so ingrained in you that when it's like someone tells you hang on you know you should be like looking after yourself like give yourself an hour or two a day you're like what 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 is it yeah exactly that. Time? yeah honestly it's even like spending money like for example when I first qualified as a nurse my first paycheck I bought everyone in my family something from my first paycheck to like mark that I'd qualified and in my first job I went to the Primark in Oxford Street. I bought like two hundred pound worth of stuff. I then returned all of it because I felt guilty. I had spent all that on money you. on myself. I was like, "This is too much money. I can't." But if my sister or my brother or my mum phoned me and said, "I need two hundred pound for A, B, C, D," I wouldn't even think twice. I'll just give it to them. If I've got it, I'll give it to them. And like you said, it's that element of thinking about yourself, but because you're so you're not used to it you almost have to teach yourself that you are just as important as everyone that you care about yeah yeah absolutely I think um what you're saying there like it sometimes it can feel like oh I can't I can't ever put myself first but you kind of have to teach yourself like you have to slowly start like sometimes when I have someone come to me they'll be like oh yeah I want to lose weight so like teach me how I exercise and I want to be able to do it five times a week it's like no let's slow down a minute let's actually work on developing the habit of um even going out for a walk because if you're not going out for a walk for 10 minutes a day what makes you think you're going to have time to do five workouts in a week you set yeah. yourself up for failure if you say I'm going to do it for five times a week and then you don't do it and then you feel rubbish and then you don't do any exercise full stop and it's the same kind of thing like if you're saying to yourself oh you know what I'm going to start looking after myself and I'm going to um you know I'm going to take two hours every day to have a bath and exercise and do this and do that and actually you need to slow yourself down and think what can I do 
on a regular basis, on a daily basis, that's only going to be like five, 10 minutes. So I'm really building that habit up. And once you've got those five, 10 minutes on lock, then what can I do next? What can I do next? How can I build on it? I think we're, we're creatures of where we just want instant like change yeah. and instant gratification and instant like mm. results. But that desire to have instant results is what then holds us where we are right now and holds us stuck because we don't get instant results. When have you ever had instant results in your life? Like exactly. you wanted to have a baby, you had to wait nine months, yeah? Like the baby yeah. had to like grow inside you. You wanted to get your nursing degree, you still had to go to university for three years and possibly more depending on what route you take. Yeah. And you had to do your placements, you had to get your hours done, you had to sign, get that signed off. Like you want to grow your hair, yeah, fine, you can get extensions, but that's not going to be real hair. If you want to grow your hair, you have to like wait for the hair to grow. Like there is, mm. there is never anything in life that, it's just going to happen instantly like yeah, very, there's, very, no, there's very, no there's no shortcuts yeah. yeah and but then I don't know why maybe it's the society we live in now that you want a takeaway you click of click on delivery uber eats and you've got a takeaway at your doorstep whereas a few years back you had to get in your car go to the restaurant order the food stand there and then take it home whereas yeah. now because we live in a society that's so fast-paced mm. we expect everything else to also happen at that quick pace. pace yeah um, I, you know what you sorry you know what you saying that just kind of reminds me of I'm gonna use the term like fast fashion I don't necessarily mean fashion but like in the sense of yes we want instant results and we're not gonna get it but it's because when we look online and like everything goes to social media everything happens at the click of a button yeah you go on Instagram you see people selling these fad diets oh lose weight in eight weeks or 12 weeks whatever you think okay I'm going to do that me as a size 16 18 20 if I lose weight in eight weeks I'm gonna look on the size 10 which we all know it's not gonna happen but I will probably not me personally but I'll probably sign up for it and be like I'm gonna give this a go and it's Mm. like for myself I don't want that I want the whole I feel good look good I don't want okay I'm gonna do this for eight weeks and suddenly bam um, who, ex- yeah. who I'm, I exactly want to be because it's not reliable it's not sustainable and also working in healthcare it's difficult whether you're doing a nine to five job eight to six or shift work it's the whole mindset for example if you're if you're more office based and you know you have your clients that you go and see every so often you're getting biscuits and this and all these snacks you're going to sit there with your cup of tea and snacks if it's on a night shift or on a shift you're going to sit there and snack no matter how busy it is because you still need that energy and you need that buzz. Sometimes your department might be so busy that you actually can't take a lunch break. Okay, I'm going to not take a break when you really should take that break out and have that time away from the department, unit, whatever for yourself. But you feel bad. And I feel like a lot of us who go into these professions, even like within, between nursing, medical, like within healthcare as a sense, we're all like we're all to extent givers that we're willing to give 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 but we're the ones that are suffering and suffering mm-hmm. to the point that we can't do anymore and I think if COVID has shown anything all that black people being redeployed and working in places they've never worked the stress that's been put onto healthcare during this time has showed this greatly that people are now people that work in healthcare are struggling even more than they were yeah. prior and if anything, yeah. I think it's just open people's eyes that we actually can't live like this forever. We need to make a change and it has to work for you. It can't just be on the terms of your bosses. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah, no, you absolutely do. And yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that you're saying, um, this might sound harsh, but I feel like it needs to be said that 
we need to stop waiting for somebody else to come and save us. Like if you're somebody who has, you know, you know that you're leading a life which is not healthy and like, you know, it's having an impact on you. You know, you're not happy. You know, things are making you upset about like your relationship with food or your body or just in health in general, like you're not happy. We need to stop waiting for this knight in shining armor who's going to suddenly come and save us and Mm. who's suddenly going to like make everything easy for you. And it's going to just like, mean that you're able to focus on yourself like there is not going to be anyone who's coming to save you we need to take responsibility for how we're feeling and responsibility for how we're living our lives because life is too short and yeah like you say nobody else is the bosses aren't going to come and say oh make sure you're having a glass of water every couple of hours you need to take that onus on yourself to look after yourself Mm -hmm. and you need to take that stand and we need to create this culture when we're at work that we are putting our health first so um you know making sure that if somebody needs to go to the toilet they're able to do that without having to wait 40 minutes an hour before they can go because that's going to stop them from getting UTIs we know how many Mm -hmm. of us get UTIs just because we've not gone to the toilet and making sure that you know if a colleague wants to go fill up their water bottle they're able to do that without someone making it into a big deal that they've gone off the shop floor for like five Mm. seconds um you know like all of these small things we actually need to start putting ourselves first and doing it for ourselves and then spreading that into how we promote it within our colleagues as well because yeah. if we don't take responsibility who's going to do it for us you're going to get to a point where you're 10 years down the line with health problems potentially not having spent quality time with your kids because you're giving giving so much that you don't realize that you also need to give to yourself yes yeah our energy and our time is so limited and it's not um, you know it's not infinite there's a limit to how much time you have and a limit to how much energy you have and I think we're very aware of how limited time is because it's a physical entity that you are living through what we don't realize is how limited our energy is in that you know we give 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 without thinking that it's going to have an impact on ourselves we give 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 without thinking it's going to have an impact on the energy that's left for ourselves and we really need to start like reassessing what our values are what's important um and ultimately that's going to make us better in our jobs because mm-hmm. if you're feeling happier healthier stronger you're going to be able to deal with all the things going on at work instead of finding yourself um needing more time off calling in sick not feeling yeah. like you can do the job and uh, making mistakes at work like all of those things that happen if we just take a step back and are focusing on ourselves it would really i think it would really reduce those problems that we face yeah Girl. what would you girl I'm sorry this is a real preach what what would you suggest ways to do it because it's all good and well us saying it yeah but I think no like you're definitely right in saying like you know sometimes we wait till someone else comes to save us but what would you suggest would be like the first steps of someone being like okay I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to make those changes. Yeah, yeah. It's a really I've got an idea. Sorry, go on. Who's got the idea? I ha- I have an idea. I'll let you go first, but I was thinking more <laughs> on, of a ward-based idea. I'll let oh. you go first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you my little idea. It's not going to be a little idea. I'm sure it's going to be a brilliant idea. Um, I would say, <clears throat> this is what I say to all the clients that I work with as well. We all need to take a massive step back forget the diets, forget everything that you've learned already, because we need to relearn how we do things. And the first step is actually understanding what's important to you in life. Like it's a deep question and it's a deep thing to think about. 
but we need to know why why is it important to you to for example lose weight why is it important to you to look after your health what is it that you truly value in life like what are your values is it that you want to be able to spend time with family is it because is it that you want to be able to spend time doing things you enjoy you want to have the energy for going out for walks with your partner or you want to have the energy to do um you know to look after your parents and to be there for them like what is it that's important to you about life and when we truly understand what's important to us it then makes it easier to put things into place that are going to allow you to focus on yourself because if you don't realize like to me like for example for me my daughter comes first right nothing Mm. is ever going to come before her so when I realize that when I can embody that and understand that it's then easier for me to make decisions about where my time goes and what who I'm giving my energy to because I know my number one focus is her therefore I'm gonna put things in place that allows me to have a healthy body to provide for her and Mm -hmm. so first the first step is really under doing that deep work of understanding why it all of this is even important to you like if you let's say if we take weight loss for example why is losing weight important to you like it's not just about I want to be skinnier because if that was the case it would be easy for people to lose weight they need you need to truly understand why that's important and then once you know that then it's about saying to yourself okay what small habits can I work on today what can I do today that's going to move me forward I think it's great that we have like these big goals at the end of the day like oh I want to lose x amount of weight or I want to be able to be in a particular size so maybe that will help me get pregnant or you know those those goals we are we need but on a day-to-day basis we need to be in a habit where we can say okay today I'm just going to focus on getting a 10-minute walk-in and at the end of the day if you manage to do that great then you can work on tomorrow what am I going to do but if you didn't manage to do that today just asking yourself what stopped me from doing it today and just having that awareness um because I don't think it needs to be complicated. It doesn't need to be complicated to be like, oh, suddenly go on these like mad diets where you're changing everything mm. up. It's literally just about what change can I make today that's going to be something that is moving me forward in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and so it might simply be like, I'm focusing on making sure that I drink a liter of water today or even 500 mils if you're not somebody who drinks that much. And just yeah. slowly, gradually building up on that because the more we start with small habits that are sustainable and that we can actually do, we get a buzz from it. Like, so say like, do. of working out five times a week. If you managed, if your plan was, I want to work out five times a week and you work out two times in that week, you're going to see yourself as a failure because you're thinking I didn't work out five times a week. Whereas if you say to yourself, I just want to work out once this week and you managed to do it twice, you're buzzing because you're like, yeah. I surpassed surpass what I planned to do. So being realistic with what you're able to do on a day-to-day basis and really working and building up on that, I think is definitely the starting point. Um, And I guess like more practical things is like, just work on the small things like drinking water, having vegetables, moving your body for a walk. Like it doesn't have to be like these big elaborate things. Um, Mm. Start with the small things and build up because you know, if we take the analogy of like your exams at the end of final year, you don't just suddenly say, oh, I'm going to suddenly study for these final year exams. You're gradually building up your knowledge. You're gradually every day working on, on improving your knowledge and your skills. So when you get to that point, you're able to pass the exams because it's not been like the night before you're suddenly studying everything that you need to in order to pass your exams. Nobody does that. You have to slowly, gradually work on it. 
and it's the same kind of concept does that answer your question I feel like yeah, I don't know I think it does and I think you know it's also not looking at it necessarily as a diet or yeah a specific yeah. certain goal but you're looking at more like okay this is a lifestyle change because mm-hmm. I generally think that's probably the only way me personally I'm going to change by thinking of yeah. it as a lifestyle change rather than I need to go yeah. on a diet yeah. Can yeah. I just add one more thing? And it goes yeah, through, no. follows on from what you've just said, Geraldine, that um, instead of seeing it as like, I need to, by December, lose 10 kilos, find that might be a goal that you have in your mind. But at the same time, we also need to recognise that this is a lifelong journey. Like there's going to be times, especially as a woman, if you're, if you're having children, if you go through menopause, there's going to be times when your weight goes up and down for whatever reason. You might have health problems, like, whatever happens. So there's not just this, like, I'm going to lose the weight and then that's it. Like, that's it. Like, I've, I've achieved everything I've wanted to achieve. Actually, life goes up and down. Your weight's going to go up and down and things are going to happen in life where you need to adjust and, you know, you might have a new baby and you have to adjust how your habits are then to when your children go off to school and you have to adjust your habits then. Like, you have to be able to see this as a journey and a lifestyle rather than there's a destination that I need to get to. And once I've got mm. there, that's it. Yeah. Because often people put this destination in their past like they'll say I want to lose x amount of weight every year they come back to it again and again and again because you're so focused on that destination that you're not focusing on this journey and making those changes that are going to make you feel good on a daily basis rather than it being like when I get to that weight I'm suddenly everything's going to be perfect it's not going to be perfect it's a journey it's a lifestyle it's not a cut off like that's that's the destination and that's it because there is once you even hit that destination there's still life after that yeah no I think you definitely hit the nail on the head even like as you're saying I'm thinking about myself like every year for example if I make a new year's resolution which I'm now I've now said I'm not even going to use that term but I'll make a resolution and be like okay Geraldine you need to lose x amount of weight by the end of the year it's not going to happen because in my head I'm seeing as okay I suddenly need to just stop everything I'm doing and now become this whole new person when really and truly you're right it does need to start with the little things because they all do add up drinking more water go for more walks do a few more outdoor activities not necessarily every day but every so often to build it up until I feel comfortable enough to be doing it more frequently and even even with with that just applying it to everyday life with everything else if there's something else I want to do and I want to achieve for me I can start by looking at it every evening if possible every other evening or like once a week and build that way to get there I think it's definitely a holistic a more holistic thing to like what than what we're made to see via social media and stuff like that because it on those platforms it seems to be like a one-trick pony everyone's going to get the same results when that's not going to happen and just like you said if you get pregnant if you're going through different things in your life like your weight and your moods and all that go up and down and your body will show that and it's Mm. not necessarily it's about essentially your body's a temple in it and you should obviously this isn't this is up to everyone else you should want to treat it as such so why are we not doing so but we're used to living life a certain way the only way that's going to happen is by slowly working your way back to getting it to where where you want to be and even going back to like the whole things of like working and stuff like this work you know when they say like you don't work to live you live no is it that or you live to work what's the, i think i'm getting it wrong. does anyone get what i'm saying you, you live you to work. Work. yeah i get what you mean yeah you're meant to be you working work to, to live not live, not to, not work. live to work yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and I'm tired of living to work literally because I feel like again us being givers we give 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 that we're living to work because we're ready to give to everyone and we're in a given profession which doesn't help but it's funny you say that because everything literally I've been listening to Aisha speak and it's like you're talking to me literally literally yeah like to the point I even felt emotional because I was thinking oh my god I'm really like whoa because I look at it as well, it's also the whole life stuff and it's also the job you're in. Is this yeah. job good? Is this job good for you? Is this job beneficial to the lifestyle that you're trying to lead? Is this job healthy for your mind as well as your body? I think it's it's almost bigger than just the eating. It's yeah. everything. You know, are you doing it the job is. because it pays the bills? Are you doing the job because of how it makes you look professionally? But really and truly you're going home and crying at night because you don't love what you do. You know, because mm-hmm. as we said, the emotion impacts the health, it impacts the physical, it impacts the mental. It's all a big thing. And I'm just like blown away. <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> like, wow. I think um, you, I'm glad that you're blown away because you, what you're saying now is clearly that it's literally the thing that I harp on about and that it's not just about saying, I want to lose weight, I'm going on a diet and maybe joining the gym. Actually, we need to look at life as a whole kind of like whole picture it's a whole big mosaic if you're stressed out at home because you're having issues with your partner that's going to have an impact on what your food choices you're making because in your mind you're thinking a particular way and then when you're at work it just it just literally takes the smallest of things to have you emotionally feeling vulnerable because you're already in a heightened state of stress I mean that's just one example it might be that your your kids are um there's an illness in the family or one of your kids is ill or it might be that um you know you're struggling financially there's so many different things that happen in life that we can't just compartmentalize everything we have to literally learn the skills of managing the emotions that come with life and like what I was saying before things are always going to happen in life so if you're relying on let's say going to a particular slimming group Mm -hmm. um like if you're relying on that as your path to like help you with your health but then something happens which stops you from going to that group you're right back to square one again whereas if you learn the habits of of how do I look after myself on a daily basis maybe it's basic things like going for a walk or drinking water then when something does happen which is difficult in life you've got those basic skills to like rely on and and try to maintain as opposed to like trying to do all those big crazy things um I don't even know the point I was making now. Basically, what I was saying is we need to look at life as a whole. And as as human beings, we're a whole body of like lots of different events and and um, feelings, emotions and stuff. We're not just like these separate entities when we're at work, when we're at home, when we're with family, when we're with different friends. Like we have to look at life on a whole is basically what I'm saying. (laughs) I sorry, do you want to go? No, no, go on, Carissa. I tend to realise, like, when I'm, I've noticed I expect, like, when I'm at home, I expect to be in the same working mode as I am at work. Because I guess when we're at work, we do so many things. Our work is demanding. When we're on the ward, we're doing 12 million tasks. And then when when we're at home, I think we expect the same energy. We expect the same level of work and commitment. But I think realistically, we need, well, this is for me, I think realistically, I need to really be like, look, Clarissa, you're at home, enjoy home, stop giving yourself tasks to do. Because I think naturally your body just kind of doesn't shut down, but your body knows, oh, I'm at home now, let me just chill. And I think some people may put 
pressure on themselves to complete 12 million tasks at home because they can do it at work, but because they're at home, they don't do it. And it might make them feel kind of low if they don't complete it. But I think it's just being realistic. Like you're not going to be your work self at home and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to be. And as you said, like anyone who knows me, I'm always busy. Like when do I sit down? I don't sit down. If I'm not with my godchildren or I'm not working, I'm not with my family or I'm not, I don't even know doing what. There's always something to do. And I've had to learn sometimes to sit with myself and like, Dan, you need to stop. Because if you don't stop, something's going to stop you. Like the world will stop you in some capacity. Be it your health, be it, you know, the car won't work or this will happen. Like you have to slow down. And like yeah. you said, it's giving grace to yourself and learning that the world will keep spinning if you don't do that today you know and it's fine and not being hard on myself because I'm very self-critical I'm my yes. own worst enemy I'm very yes. good at telling myself like damn why didn't you do that you've done that mm-hmm. da, 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 da. you know why didn't you get this done like I'm really very like whoa on myself it's terrible and I've but had do to you learn- think do you think the nursing has made it worse though yes because I feel like yeah. Being a nurse, we self-evaluate, we self-criticize. We have like when we're on a ward, when we're on when we're doing our day shift, we have we feel like we have to complete certain tasks. So do you think we naturally apply that pressure onto us and if or it just exacerbates though like the characteristics that you said you have, Diane? Do you think nursing kind of has exacerbated that onto yourself? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you know, like for example, you come on a shift and you're given a handover of like the, the night shift and what needs to be done for the day. You don't want the night shift to come back and you've not done the stuff that was handed over to you. You don't. You want to make sure that you've done most of what was told and whatever goes on in the day. Mm-hmm. And there's that element of getting things done. Like I'm the kind of person, I like things to be done. I like to be very systematic, very organized. You know, I plan things in such a way that it can't not happen. It has to happen. Um, and I think that's the control freak in me, the type A that I am. Like, it has to be boom, 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 boom. And when it deviates, I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. Like, meltdown. No, it can't be like that. Da, 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 da. And I've had to learn, like, almost reteach myself that it's okay. Like, things can't always be systematic. Um, and also not give myself too much. Because, again, like, literally what Ashley was saying, I'm the kind of person who will download all the fitness apps, I will have all these little tabs of articles about this movie to make, that's movie to make. I'll buy all the stuff. And after one week, I've lost interest. Or the alarm will go off at 5 a.m. to exercise. And I'll be like, no, I've got 45 minutes to sleep. No, I'm not doing it now. <laughs> and then I feel guilty. And you know when I feel guilty? I feel guilty when I'm trying on my clothes and they don't fit. Or I look at myself in a dress and I think, oh, my, look at my belly. Diane, I'm the same. Everything you said, exactly the same. And when you don't do it, vicious cycle. I fall very low. I feel worse. I try and get back in the cycle. I won't do it. It makes me feel worse and worse. And it impacts your mental health, really. Mm. And then do you think that you girls are, like what I was saying, are you, I mean, I hate using the word failure, but quote unquote, are you setting yourselves up for failure? Because if you're saying, I'll get up at five o'clock to exercise, but this is how it. Often yeah. You, how often do you prioritize even going out for a walk for 15 minutes to get yourself yeah, this into is it. your body? We feel like we need to do this 100%. whole get up at five o'clock and exercise before work because that's what all these influencers are saying online. Fine if you're if that's how you want to roll, like it 
I am a morning person. I would much prefer getting up in the morning and getting things done. But not everyone's like that. And, mm. you know, you have to really look at what works for you and what is yeah. working for you in, like, the season that you're in, for example. Like, when I first had my baby, and I was saying this to Geraldine the last time we spoke, like, when you're in the phase of, like, baby keeping you up at night and, like, doing all of that stuff, you can't expect yourself to then be like, yeah, I'm going to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to exercise because it's physically not possible for you to do that mm. unless you really run yourself into the ground, which is beats the purpose of why you want to exercise. Mm. So you have to respect the season that you're in. If you're in a busy season at work because, um, I don't know, like maybe you, you've also got some exams that you're doing or some sort of diploma extra thing that you're doing and it's really busy, you need to give yourself that grace that right now is a busy time. So then stripping it back and being like, what can I just do that's the bare minimum that's still going to be helping me move towards my goal of being more active, more healthy. It doesn't have to always be these crazy big elaborate ideas of following every single fitness plow, a fitness plan and like every smoothie under the sun. You just have to really take it back to basics. And the thing is, is that I think we also expect everything to be complicated, like as humans, especially when we are leading really busy lives, we expect everything that we're doing to be something that's complicated. It doesn't need to be complicated. Like we just have to make everything as simple as possible um, and really just respect that we need to look after ourselves. And that's both physically and mentally. Like you can't just keep yourself running to do and give and to always be busy without expecting yourself to get to a point where you're tired. It's like, you know, when you girls are saying that when you're on a day off, you're still being like this busy person. I'm going to say this as a rhetorical question because it's a deep question to answer on a podcast. But <laughs> what's going to happen if you have to sit there in silence on your own, listening to your own thoughts? What's going to happen if you slow down? Like, what are you scared of that's stopping mm. you from slowing down? Because often it's that same thing. Like you're you're keeping yourself busy because there might be something that you're avoiding. Yeah. Uh, and and that is another thing where you have to like really ask yourself what that answer is like what 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 is it that you're afraid of like why do you not slow down what's gonna mm. happen if you slow down if you have a day where you're in your pjs lounging around on the sofa is it because then you have to actually listen to the thoughts that are going on in your mind are you gonna have to actually address like something that maybe you've been hiding away from like and is that something also then impacting your emotions that impacts your food impacts your um the time you give yourself and that's why you're not actually exercising it goes really deep girls but I'm just gonna oh, it really <laughs> does like does. Actually, I, it me, really does yeah like you've given me so many things I'm sitting here thinking like there are changes you need to make but For real. Yeah, it needs to be hasty but you need to start somewhere mm. and start yeah. school and work I think little way. bits yeah yeah just little by little but you know what I was thinking though we spend majority of our time at work yeah my idea was you have link nurses for diabetes, you have link nurses for safeguard, you have link nurses for everything under the sun. Why is there not a link nurse for health? And staff health well-being. workers' health. Yeah. Mm. And have posters, make sure you have your water. Why, do, don't, why don't we have link nurses just checking up to see if the nurses have water on them? Why don't we have link nurses to make sure or to have daily reminders, make sure you have X amount of sleep, try to have X amount of sleep. It's okay to do things a little bit out of time. Like, mm. you know, we, we probably need these reminders. And you know how you were saying, are we setting ourselves up for failure by trying to get up at 5 a.m.? Maybe it's because we don't get reminders that little changes are enough. 
we probably get more reminders and visual feed by by people doing bigger changes you know but if we are if we're fed if we're fed daily like little changes make a difference we'll probably start incorporating that mentality instead not blaming i mean i'm not blaming anything but i think you know how you know if if we have posters at work that say you know just a little bit at a time maybe have one fruit here there's a fruit bowl in the staff room make sure you have water i do think that could help no i definitely agree and i definitely think it's something that we really need to take a step back and look at ourselves because like you said it's a holistic it's a holistic change it's not just just for work or just for weight loss or just for x or y z it's it's all it's the mental health physical health all the different parts and like if one if you're not happy with one it's definitely going to affect the other and if anything it makes me want to go and readjust my mood board for the year Mm. and like just take a step back and be like hey I want to make certain changes it made like me losing 10 15k in a year may not happen because that's a lot to lose in in the space of time but I can work to get in there yeah. It's like these changes are not going to happen overnight and I think we need to stop because we're literally flooded with things saying that you know you're going to have instant gratification and by doing x y and z I think we just need to stop and remind ourselves because I just don't think like you know we're going to get this online or in our in our day and age we need to be reminded that you're doing a good job you're taking your time to do it and it's going to have a better outcome and you're doing a good job if no one else is going to tell you so like I remember while like while I was working in any even with tough shifts when people think like the whole shift has gone wrong whatever I'm always someone that's always like you've done a good job no one has died we have survived like the patients are safe Mm. you've done a good Mm. job the same way at home like if I haven't been able to do anything my son's still standing well not standing but you get my drift but like he's He's okay I'm okay there's food there's all sorts it doesn't mean like the house may not be as clean as I may like it or whatever but it's okay it's not things aren't going to fall over because I haven't done it by a certain time Um, I think um I think what you're saying there is really really good because um we're so we're so wired to think in the negative like today's been a rubbish day because of xyz but actually if we take a step back and think okay one thing that went well today what was my one win what was one positive if we program ourselves to look for that one positive, you open up your eyes to seeing so much more in your day that was positive because we naturally will look for the negative. And as you start looking at one negative, it spills into more negatives, more negatives, more negatives. And then it just feels like this depressing negative day. But what if we did the reverse? What if we look for that one positive and the more we start doing that, more we start programming ourselves to just at the end of the day, think of one thing that went really well today. That's going to spill into all other areas of our lives that we'll start seeing that, oh, actually, this was good. This was good. This was good. Yeah, fine. That wasn't that great. But all of these things were great. Mm. And if we don't put on those glasses of looking into the positive, we're never going to notice those positive things. Yeah, so true. You literally given us like great notes to like, it's like it's like having a life coach sit here and just literally tell you about yourself but this is it in a way of like going deep within because it is an internal battle and it's internal and it seeps out so yeah. if internally you're not good it seeps out externally and then impacts everything else like a branch like branches of trees and it all intertwines and affects you in different ways and 
I feel like for me, like talking about Chris was talking about, you know, on the wards and stuff, I think it should be policy. They yeah. should be a policy because we need to also look at retention. Why aren't, why aren't we retaining staff? Why are people leaving? Because people aren't just leaving because of money. People are leaving because they're unhappy. People are leaving because of job satisfaction. People are leaving because the work-life balance is off. You yeah. know, you know, like we have a good friend of ours. I won't say her name, but she, I remember said that one of the reasons she didn't go back after she had her children was because she would have spent more time with other people's kids than her own. Yeah. She would never have seen her children, if that makes sense, because it would have been, she's always there at work. And imagine the emotional impact as a mother, not seeing your children, you're working for them and you're making money so they can have all the things that they need, but you're not there to see them enjoy the things you're giving them, you know? And the same way with us, you know, you work, 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 but who is there to tell you to stop? Like for me personally, I would love there to be a policy that says people can only book a certain amount of bank shifts a year. And it has, to, and you know, to, to promote that people have a rest. You have some people who work back to back to back to back to back for what? Girl, that was me before baby came. Yeah, back to back to back to back to back to back. And you ask yourself, when are you going to slow down? Or if you don't slow down, your body will do something to make you slow down. You know, I'll give an example. We had, when I first started at my, second hospital after my training trust kind of place and this sister amazing sister um she was a band sister. she'd been there for a long time didn't wasn't married didn't have children used to work really hard send money back home things like that and she died just after she got her sister post of a dvt and kind of died alone at home managed to call an ambulance but died on the way to hospital and i'll never forget that woman i've got her picture from her memorial in my purse and every time i look at her I think, oh my God, like her job was, she died and within two weeks they'd re-advertised that job and they'd split it into two. Two people were made sisters out of her one sister role and that was that. And it just made me think, gosh, like you're giving so much but you need to give more to you. You are, you are, you are, how can I say it? You are not, you are irreplaceable as a person to to everyone that cares about you and everyone and to yourself. And if you don't love and nurture who you are, like Aisha said, no one's going to come and do it for you. No. You know, we talk about self-love. We talk about if you love yourself, you know, what you give out is what you get. Or what you put out is what you get back kind of thing. So you need to love yourself and respect yourself. Respect the fact you need a rest. Respect the fact your time is precious. Respect the fact that the boss may need you at work, but you need your bum in bed because you haven't slept Mm -hmm. in the last couple of hours. And talking about like the whole 5 a.m. start, like now, for example, holding myself accountable, I may set alarms for 5 a.m. I'm going to bed at one o'clock in the morning. How does that feasible? <laughs> you set yourself up for failure already because how you've given yourself an unachievable goal and you are the cause of not achieving it. You get what I mean? Mm. So it's like no. self-infliction, really. Self-infliction, like this is it. We're it's getting, like, it's like a form of self-harm if you think about yeah. it we're getting upset but why are we getting upset if we're kind of doing it to ourselves we know we're not going to get up at five so why are we still doing it this is it <laughs> why are we still doing this literally i'm gonna change my alarm when we get off the call <laughs> <laughs> you never told us that bit when you were saying the five o'clock get i don't get up for five o'clock you never said that you were going to sleep at one o'clock now we know the real like wow. reason why you've been struggling this is it and and as you said it's the deeper thing because like you said i'm not sleeping at one I'm sleeping at one because I'm up with insomnia. I've got insomnia because I'm thinking. What am I thinking about? All these other things that are going on. And yeah. I don't know if it's the Aquarius in me, 
or what. But you know, you lie there and your thoughts are like layers and you're just going. Just running. Over, over, yeah, they just literally. Keep, they just keep running and you're just and trying you, to problem solve everything. This is it. And you're, you're a fixer. And because you're a nurse, you fix things. You make people yeah. better. So when you can't fix your own life, how can you not fix your own life? Fix everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had some deep thoughts in today's episode. No, we what? really have. It's Trust really, me. it's definitely been you. very eye-opening. I'm going to say life-changing, to be honest. We need, we need, we yeah, need Ashra back, like, every six months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honestly, I think so. But you know what? I'm not even lying to you guys. When I actually go back to work, I think I might put myself forward to be link nurse for something because it's just you know i'm just thinking there's absolutely ridiculous how many 12-hour shifts have we gone i'm just gonna just this one question how many 12-hour shifts have we gone on and completed without a bottle of water and are you really telling me there's no advocate to just bring bottle of water around the hospital you know it's not even that water it's also well now i'm guessing everywhere is pretty much using it for everything because of covid and just life in general how many times do you step away from your computer to go for an actual break or how many times no. do you step away from the actual unit for break because mm-hmm. those are like you're well you're not being paid for that time that's your time to literally eat recover refresh and come back to continue for the rest of that day whether it's a long day short day whatever how many times do we actually do it because i can tell you i can count on my hands how many times like I got up behind my computer screen to go yeah. for lunch and again you know we're, we're, so in a, true. we're in a healthcare service we're in a society that doesn't promote self-care you know we're working from home our home is no longer our sanctuary it's our office you know where where do you step away from work where do you draw the line and stop working you know I watch my own mum who works until 1am and wakes up again at 8 to go again and probably does more work at home than in the office, but wakes up with a smile on her face and sits on MS Teams and smiles and is there to wearing to go. But again, her home is not her sanctuary anymore. It's her office. It's, her, it's, it's I guess it's the discipline, having self-discipline to say, no, I'm not doing that now. I'm going to draw a line. You know, mm. I'm going to condition myself to say, okay, I've worked until five, laptop closed. It's my time. But that again comes back to your values and what... Um value you're giving to yourself because a lot of this comes back to your relationship with yourself and that's something we never ever in my experience have been taught to give time to you're Mm. giving time to everyone else and your relationships with your partner with your friends with your sister with your mum all of those people but how much time do you give to your relationship with yourself because actually self-discipline where does it come from it comes from you valuing um who you are like I know I've said that quite a few times but it really honestly goes back to that like what's going to make you put the laptop down at five o'clock it's going to be because you value that after five o'clock you need to have your own time and Mm. you need to do xyz um and you know it I'm sure Geraldine can appreciate this as well that once you have a child when you compare that to life before children like your values completely shift and now if somebody said to me I have to stay after work um because of xyz reason i'm going to say no because i have to go and pick up my kid yeah because that child is high up on your value list but yeah. we also need to put ourselves high up on that value list like no unless a patient is dying or i need to stay because of an emergency situation i need to go because i need to make sure that i have dinner at t- on time i need to make sure that i'm um you know going and exercising and all of those things we need to put ourselves high up on that value list 
Um, and that's not being selfish because like I say, there's gonna obviously be some situations where, yeah, a patient's really sick, so you can't leave. That's a different story. But mm. um, am I really gonna stay past five o'clock just to do some paperwork that could be left until tomorrow? No, no. like, you know, we yeah. have to have those boundaries. And that's where we really need to recognize the difference between giving as part of our job and giving too much away because yeah. there is a fine line between that. No, I definitely agree. Like, and if anything, I think having having children has definitely shifted my values that there's certain things I just, I can't, I can't entertain it because it's just not worth my time or my energy. There's so much more going on that needs me to be focused. I can't be, I can't stay here doing those menial tasks when mm. there's got other things to do. But yeah, like, it's just been mind blowing. You've literally just been like, Poof. yeah, honestly. So, I mean, Aisha, if somebody wanted to access your services as a healthcare professional, like, how would they go about it? Um, so, they can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is Dr. Aisha. That's D O C T O R A I S H A H. Going to spell it out because people always get that wrong. Um, <laughs> and on, um, yeah, if you connect with me on Instagram, I can always um, signpost you to my Facebook group as well. Um, but that's usually the place that you can find me. No, that's good. So I think we're pretty much well. There's so much more we could go into, and we could literally be here for hours. But no, thank you for joining us this week. And I hope not. Well, I know I've definitely taken many things away. So I hope you guys that are listening have also taken loads of gems away. And as always, you can contact us on our nursing handover page on Instagram, which is at the nursing handover podcast, or our email address at the nursing ha- no, the nursing handover at gmail.com and our twitter which is at the underscore handover as well and we're always ready to answer questions and again like dr aisha said if you want to contact her 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 instagram handle will also be in the description for this week's episode and on the this week's post for the episode as well but thank you so much for joining us today honestly it's been mind-blowing i've absolutely loved it Uh, i and i i will definitely be back We've, we've got loads more to talk about guys we yeah, have yeah, definitely. So much more. Uh, we, we've got yeah. loads to talk about so yeah I'll, i will definitely be back if you guys want me back i'm so oh, no, no, <laughs> we just we just touched the tip of the iceberg like there's so much to discuss in, 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 within this topic we just touched the tip of the iceberg yeah and i think you know what it goes kind of great in terms of like you know how everyone people have the whole new year new me type of mantra but new year new me but changing me for the better it's not just I'm gonna do this for six weeks no it's Mm. this needs to go on forever yeah and it's a great start so honestly thank you for joining us you're welcome I've loved it thank you so much for having me no so guys I think this is where we bid farewell for this week's episode but as always share like subscribe share it with everyone whoever wants to listen and if you have any questions or want to contact anyone all the information will be in the post details And have a lovely week, guys. (laughs) So until next week, take care and stay safe. Bye, people. Bye.